You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, we are excited to have two new broadcasts added to the When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network. Marriage Takeover, The Body of One. Hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson, it airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts cover a wide range of topics to help build stronger marriages. They leave nothing off the table. Our newest broadcast, R3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk, premieres Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will air every second Sunday of the month. Our hosts, Elston Green, Cleophas Malone, Antonio Mitchell, and Ray Rose will create a space by men and for men to have real conversations. It's time to be free, men, from false standards and the expectations of society, family, and self. So don't forget, that's every second Sunday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. R to the third power. Real life, real men, real talk. 
Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good. As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Praise the Lord and good afternoon. Welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. This is your host, Pastor Pat Randall. And as my co-host today, I have my daughter with me, Minister Jordana Cunningham. You want to shout out? What's up? You see what I'm dealing with, right? (laughs) Okay, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we are in a series um, titled Mind Renewal. And this is actually part four. So if you haven't heard the first three, uh, just go back out to uh, either our Facebook page or out to uh, blogtalkradio.com backslash one Christian speak, or you can also listen from iTunes. Amen. All of our podcasts are out on iTunes. Amen. So I'm going to ask my daughter to open up in prayer and we'll, we'll get started. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord God. I thank you for this time that we are going to have in you, God. I thank you for unfreedom in Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that you would open up the eyes of our understanding as we go before you, Lord God, in this hour. I thank you, Father God, that we would be able to speak truth, Lord God, that we would be able to speak freedom, Lord God, and that those who are listening, Lord God, that if there be any chains that would bind them, that they would be able to break loose and break free, God. I thank you, Father, that you would just have your way in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So our um, <clears throat> our guiding scripture for this particular series came out of Romans 12, 2. And it reads, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Amen. So hearing that scripture, what is it bringing to mind for you, Giordana? Is hearing that scripture. What's your, what thought? Read it again, please. (laughs) She thinks she's the boss of me, but she's not. Just a little bit. Okay, and here we go. Romans 12, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Okay, so a couple of thoughts 
come to mind. Um, when it says um, in the very beginning that we shouldn't be conformed to this world, but that we should be transformed, it makes you immediately think, what is wrong with the thinking of this world? And so I know for me, um, and now that I am in a place where I'm more um, aware of my thoughts and aware of the thoughts of the world, and and so thinking about what people say and how people think and understanding that my thoughts are very different from some of the thoughts of people that I even talk to on a daily basis, that it is really important to be aware of not only what you're thinking, but to fight against um, walking in agreement with thoughts that do not line up with the word of God. Amen. 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 So um, the subtitle uh, that we're going to be looking at uh, today in, in this discussion, I'm going to read a couple of scriptures, but it's going to be very conversational um, today's um, broadcast. And we're just going to maybe share a couple of testimonies if, if, if the Lord so leads us about how we've had to deal with renewing our minds and uh, renewing and the types of things that we've had to renew our minds from. So uh, let's look at the word distractions. So I looked up the word, the, the noun, the noun distraction as a thing. And it says a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention Ooh, to something else say so and the synonyms for this word distraction which means other words that mean the same thing diversion well interruption well disturbance mm -hmm. interference mm -hmm. hindrance well amen it's a mouthful that that's a, exactly and then I looked at the verb, Jordana, distract. And that's an action. So whatever this thing is, is going to prevent you from giving full attention, right? It's going to sidetrack you. It's going to draw you away. It's going to divert you. It's going to disturb you. It's going to put off. It's going to divert your attention. Then, this is another interesting one, because we always think negative, negative, but sometimes diversions become things like something, diverting yourself from something that is worrying you or something that is unpleasant by doing something different or more pleasurable. Well, now, how many times have we done that? Rather than deal with something, We'd rather have a distraction. Can you say retail therapy? Hello? Ooh, no, you didn't. <laughs> well, yes, I know. I know. I have, listen, I have grown a lot in that area because I used to think that when I was going through something that I deserved to reward myself <laughs> by going to the store and purchasing things, uh -huh. things that I didn't necessarily need, but that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Makes you feel better makes me feel better that's what i thought or eating something well like a nice dessert or something like feelings. that or a nice Hello? meal right those are just those are distractions mm -hmm. those are things that we use to distract and there's all distractions come in all forms sometimes we distract ourselves with people well other people mm -hmm. is rather than deal with whatever it is that we're facing 
we'll distract ourselves by social activity. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because that's that's what we what we do. But um I really want to talk about the conversation that we had last night when we talked about warfare and we talked about the culture, today's culture. But let me read this um scripture. Um in fact, I'm going to let you read it. And it's a scripture that talks really about focus. And it's Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. So, so now you think you're boss to me? Yes, I am. <laughs> Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, stripping off every unnecessary weight and sin, which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, mm -hmm. disregarding the shame and sat down on the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and his completion of his work. I don't know if I read that right because you know there are all these brackets and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because that's amplified. Amen. Amen. So, for me, when I was reading that, um, first, it's the, the the verse starts off by reminding us that we have a great cloud of witnesses. There are believers who have gone before us and they've had experiences. Amen. That are testimonies for us. And these testimonies that we have from other believers are there to encourage us. To encourage us that God is faithful. And how his faithfulness has been demonstrated in their lives when they were faced with, with challenges. And we see that in the scriptures when we see the challenges that the Israelites faced, Moses, when he was leading the people out of Egypt, uh, the challenges that David faced, the challenges that our Lord and Savior faced, because he came into this earth with a very specific purpose, but there were distractions. There were people trying to divert him off course. Uh, it started from the very beginning. From the from even from his birth, they were after him. They were after him, and uh, but what we have is a testimony. In the highest testimony is the testimony of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who can be who can be touched with everything that we are dealing with. He he was um, uh, he was shamed. Was found guilty for doing for 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 things he didn't even do. He was disrespected. He was rejected. You know all the things that we go through. He has been touched. He's been touched by that emotional. He's been touched with heartbreak. He's been touched with grief. He's he's been touched with all of those things. So we have a Lord and Savior who's in touch with 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 our feelings. And then the next thing in that verse is stripping away the unnecessary weight of sin. See, sometimes we think 
that the weight is that, oh, I'm sinning, I'm sinning, I'm sinning. But I think more than anything, it's our preoccupation with sin. Which is a thought. Which is a thought, which is in your mind. You're always thinking about this. And the very thing, as I shared last week, Pastor Paul made the statement in the teaching uh, that he's doing right now. Jesus is our focus. And he said that our life goes in the direction of our dominant thoughts. So if you're spending all your time thinking about unrighteousness as opposed to thinking about righteousness, mm -hmm. that's the direction right. that you will be led in. Right. Amen. Amen. So is there something you want me to say before I move on to the next thought? So, um, and so, and then it says in verse two, to, to look away from all that will distract us and focus our eyes on Jesus because he is the author and he is the perfecter of faith. And he has also promised that he'll perfect everything concerning us, the Correct. work that he began in us, Correct. he's going to perfect that work in us. He, he, because he is the perfecter, he's the author and he is the perfecter. So the warfare is basically to keep us from keeping our eyes on Jesus. Absolutely. And what I was saying, uh, what we were saying last night, rather, is that um, in this particular time, this particular culture, the distractions have increased. Mm. A hundredfold. I mean, we have more. When I think about when I was growing up, I just didn't have, because first of all, I didn't have internet. I didn't have video games. I didn't have any of that. I had books that I could read. I could go outside and play and use my imagination, which is what we did. And I didn't come from a family with uh, a lot of money. So we didn't have a whole lot of toys, So, but we had a whole lot of ma imagination. Amen. And in playing outside with children you also develop social skills because of that interaction you know you're playing games and things like that and you have to learn how to get along with people uh, so you start that in, in in playing with children you know you learn you learn how how to um to do that but i want you to chime in about um what we're facing today because distractions is just another word for warfare. <laughs> Amen. And so you all can't see the look on her face, which is why I giggled. Um, her looks did say so. Um, so with regards to what we face um, in this time, I know for me, because not even all distractions are necessarily bad. So even when you think about there are so many causes for justice that we could get involved in. And when you That's think right. about all the things that you could, you know, all the places where you could help, where there is need. So I'm not just talking about 
social media and checking Facebook and Instagram every hour, even though some of us do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about being distracted by the current news cycle that happens 24 hours where they repeat the same stories about everything that is happening um, in this nation, because we do. But I'm talking about even if you're hearing about, you know, human trafficking or or hunger in your in your community or abusive children or, you know, there are so many things that are warring for our attention. And again, because not all of them are bad, sometimes we may not even see them as a hindrance or something that is drawing us away because it is actually, you know, a good cause, you know, and I'm giving, right. I'm giving air quotes for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like my mother said, when you are distracted by other people, sometimes we get involved in other people's lives and in other people's problems and we're fixing their stuff and their stuff is a distraction for us. So we have to really, um, what is the word? Labor. That, you know, that laboring into that rest. Mm-hmm. We have to labor into a place of rest because the focus that we need to break through in the areas that we need to break through in and to, to get to levels of freedom that we all desire takes focus. You know, mm-hmm. in the word it says that, you know, if our eye be single, then our whole body will be filled with light. Not if our eye be filled with three things or if our eye be filled with five things, like, you know, the mortgage that's past due or the struggle I'm having in my home or the struggle I'm having on my job or the cause that I'm fighting for or working with homeless. You know, all of those things, you know, are things that are important and things that sometimes take up time, but we need to really, really labor into focusing on the one thing that matters. Amen. Amen. And, you know, uh, that's one of the things that I had to struggle with being in full time ministry. It is so easy to get pulled into that because you see all these needs and uh, and you have a desire, even though it's a good work. um, It may not be what the Lord is 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 asking you to put your hands to. And that is where we have to uh, learn to walk by the spirit to have and and walking by the spirit is just being intimate with uh, with with our Lord and Savior being intimate with our Father and the Holy Spirit. So that we are always aware of, 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 of the Father's presence and, and the Holy Spirit's presence and Jesus' presence in our lives. And that we are communicating and we're having communion and fellowship uh, with the Spirit of God so that we hear clearly what we need to, to hear in terms of what, what we need to do. And so... Then I had to, you know, because not only that, like when you were saying um, uh, helping people with problems and situations, they're having something and it's so easy for people to turn to you, especially if they see that you are spiritual and that that you seem to hold it together and to be moving in a a positive direction so they look to you and they they pull on you when when they have problems and you know sometimes god will have you speak into their lives but the problem that i was facing is that 
I didn't know when to pull away because I wasn't hearing from God. I got too absorbed with the need. Or because me, like you, we don't necessarily check. We don't necessarily say, God, is this something I'm supposed to be doing? Oh, we, don't, we just say there. we see a need and because we have yes. open hearts and we love people and we want to see people healed and free and whole and all that good That's stuff right. that when something presents itself we're like oh I'm going to jump in we never say what am I supposed to jump in or should I direct them to you or should I direct them to somebody else we just jump in and then if it doesn't go the way we think it does or it's longer than then we start asking questions when we don't necessarily get the outcome like oh should I have done that in the first place Yes, 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 yes. And I have learned that through trial and error. And so, but what I want as we're having this conversation, I don't want you to think that I'm saying that I have it all together mm. or think that I do or compare yourself to uh, the things that I have learned through my experiences because we're all still going through that process of really learning how to to walk by the spirit you know to be that new creation and we're all in different places and different experiences because we're all unique so our experiences are going to be slightly different and yet have some commonality uh, to it as well, but you know we're all on this journey. So I want to, I want this to be this conversation to be an encouragement to you that you can do this. So one of the other things that um, I've been sharing from not only from the scriptures, the Bible, but uh, from this book, Switch on Your Brain by Dr. Carolyn Leaf. Uh, she's a neuroscientist, but she's also a Christian, and she wrote this book. Um, she has experience in dealing with uh, patients with brain trauma and um, speech pathology and uh, mental illnesses and that, and she's also done research. So this is a field that she's been in, I think, uh, at least 30 years. This woman. So I'm going to read something out of her book. Uh, in fact, I found great encouragement reading the science that connects to the scripture because what it is saying to me is that God has designed us for victory. He has designed us to be able. When he says, uh, capture your thoughts and take them, take them captive and, and put them under, you know, um, submission, submission and, and that kind of thing. We, we can do that. I mean, our our thoughts don't have to just run away, and we don't have to just accept any thought. And we don't have, and we can control our reaction. Mm -hmm. That He has designed us to be able to to do those things. So uh, this is in her book, uh, as I said, "Switch on Your Brain" by Dr. Carolyn Leaf. And if you love to read. Uh, you'll definitely want to get this book and you can go on Amazon if you have a Kindle and just download it. Uh, this uh, chapter is titled Catch, Your, Catch Those Thoughts. And it's the main scripture is we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. And that's coming out of 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verse 5. And this was from the English Standard Version. 
So the linked science concept to this scripture is when you objectively observe your own thinking with the view to capturing rogue thoughts, rogue thoughts, mind you, you in effect direct your attention to stop the negative impact and rewire mm. healthy new circuits in your brain. So what you do with your mind when you're capturing these thoughts impacts can either have a positive or a negative impact on your brain and uh, on the circuits that are created in, in your brain. And go ahead. You want to say so, something? Yeah. And so I want to say a lot of times, so what I love about this woman, because she takes it a little bit deeper than maybe some others have, but you know, we hear a lot of things like thrown around in the world, like, you know, um, like the seven habits of highly effective people and, and, you know, it only takes 21 days to, you know, to create a new pattern. So all of these things that the world has kind of hijacked and act like they came up with are really all biblical in its foundation. Right. And the point is that God has created us to be the masters of our own universe, which which is the masters of our bodies mm -hmm. and our minds. And so we have the ability to um, even change the impact of negative experiences. We have the, the, the ability to change the impact of negative thought patterns into positive um, thought patterns. So as an example, I used to be what I called a road fusser. I am not, you know, I never was a, a big one to do a whole lot of cursing or anything like that, but I used to fuss at people in the yes. car. Mm -hmm. What I started doing purposefully, because I stopped, I didn't want to like, you know, call people stupid or what are you doing or, you know, mm -hmm. calling people inconsiderate, even though I can see that the behavior is inconsiderate. Mm -hmm. But now my automatic response, because I've, I've changed my thought pattern is Lord help these people, Jesus. And, and if mm -hmm. the behavior is so erratic and like another driver, I actively say a prayer. I say, Lord, if I see someone like speeding through or a motorcycle or a car and they're doing, mm -hmm. I say, Lord, protect those people and keep your angels over them. And so that is my automatic response. Whereas I had a negative response that called out everything that they, that they might have been showing, but it's not who God created them to be. And so even in that little example, it just shows that when you put your mind to it, because you are the master of your body right. and you're the master of your emotions, that you can absolutely change even your own responses to things that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. So, like, even when I get stuck in traffic, my first thought is, okay, Jesus, that means you want me to talk to you longer, or that means you want me to worship in this car longer until I get to the office. Amen. Amen. And the other thing, too, is, um, as I said earlier, that distractions can be warfare that the enemy uses. And we're in a climate now where there are just so many, so many distra distractions. And we can get pulled into it because people, you're thinking just like um, the scripture indicates that we can bring a spirit of peace into a place and into an environment and change, change that climate 
Um, so that's what's going on in the world because right now there's so much fear and so much confusion and so much anger. Um, uh, it changes the climate of, of the culture that, that we're in. And so we have to stay aware so that we're not pulled into that, so that we're not pulled into certain conversations. Just like when uh, Jordana was talking about the traffic, I remember that because I used to be a very aggressive traffic. Now I can I can stop if, if a person is aggressively trying to cut me off and get in front of me. I'll just slow down, let them get in front of me. It's not an issue. I have learned to uh, pull myself out of that that flow, that that stressful flow, because driving, especially in a urban area, can be very um, stressful. If you participate in that stream of consciousness where everybody's in a hurry and nobody can wait and I got to cut you off and, you know, and so if you're in that, then, you know, that's just stress. It, it starts to rob you of a, a, a peaceful consciousness. Well, let me tell you where I haven't quite got it together. So I work for a government agency and a lot of what I do is trying to help people, which is great because by nature, I love to help people. However, in my zest for wanting to help people, I take on a lot of people's stuff and I take it on before I get to work and I take it on while I'm at work and I take it on after I get off of work and I take it on over the weekend. So I may be dealing with work stuff. I don't want to say 24 hours a day, mm -mm. but a lot of hours a day. Hello. And even this weekend, my mother lovingly chastised me because I was considering doing a very work thing over the weekend because those who I help um, because of their lifestyle, I was going to accommodate them on my weekend off instead of trying to get with them between, you know, eight and five, you know, Monday through Friday. So I am still working on, on that because in my mind, I know that I am not the savior and I, I can't save people, but I have to I don't even know what the word is, but I have to get better at, one, asking the Lord about what I'm supposed to do and how much I'm supposed to do before I jump into it, and then two, checking that I'm not doing too much and trying to be a savior, because that can be a distraction, and it can also be unhelpful to the people I'm really trying to help. Right, 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 because sometimes without doing it consciously, we can unconsciously interfere with someone's growth. And so often we do it even with our children. If you have children, you know, uh, it is so easy to step in um, and not allow them to go through uh, whatever it is that's making them uncomfortable. Um, uh, or to deal with the consequences of their actions. Right, it, right, exactly. And and so we, we have to allow them because they have to be able to um, uh, navigate um, th through this world. And they also have to, 
if we're always doing everything and, all and, and, and for them, right, and solving all their problems, the other problem with that is that they they never depend on God, mm-hmm. who is someone who is unseen because He is spirit, and so they begin to depend on the people they can see. And they don't understand that the person that they can't see is the one that's really going to help them the most in this world and in in their own personal lives. And uh, and so we have to navigate that in our own thought life about how, how we deal with children because they've been given to us. We don't own our children. They've been given to us. We're stewards. And so we need to check with God also in in raising our children uh when to pull back uh we need to check with him on on things that we need to implement in their lives to to help them but i mean all of that is it's it's really all about this the the one thing as as jordana was saying is that there's just this one thing our relationship with the lord is so much is is it it's the most powerful thing that we can focus on. And it is the one thing that will impact every aspect of your life. I mean, no matter what it is, even it could be uh, how you get along with people, mm. you know, controlling your anger. It could be your eating. I mean, whatever it is, your procrastination, whatever it is. Jesus can help you lose weight. Jesus can help you. He can, Jesus can help you lose weight. Jesus can help you do everything he is he is the answer he is the answer and he lives on the inside the spirit of god is on the inside of us so we are able to we don't have to even look outside ourselves we can go inside ourselves and tap into the lord who lives on the inside of us tap into his holy spirit and have these conversations and be led uh, by his 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 spirit. I just want to read uh, just a couple more things. Uh, time is moving, so uh, we probably have another ten minutes or so, and I definitely want us to pray uh, before uh, we finish this. We've said a lot of things, and there's so much that I'd like to say, but it could go into two or three hours. Now I've been to. Uh, I've sat on the teachers where a teacher would teach for a couple of hours. <laughs> but if he's really teaching something, you know, I can sit there and listen to someone. Right. Because I have sat and listened to someone who's taught for almost two hours before he even uh, broke. But what he was saying was so uh, energizing and captivating because what he was giving was was life and it was energizing as you were sitting there and listening and you've kind of lost sight of really how much time was was going by so let me go back to this book and i'm gonna read this the ability to quiet your mind focus your attention on the present issue see that's another problem to focus your mind on the present issue not to be all over the place Mm -hmm. capture your thoughts and dismiss the distractions that come your way is an excellent and powerful ability that God has placed within you. Let me say that again. The ability to quiet your mind, 
focus your attention on the present issue, capture your thoughts, and dismiss the distractions that come your way is an excellent and powerful ability that God has placed within you. Now, one of the things that I have to really um, work at and focus on is that um, um, my focus, I can start working on something and be here and then uh, and then I start thinking about something else and then I can go over here and I can do this, but yet I haven't finished doing this. And so it's learning to be able to focus on what's before you mm-hmm. and not be distracted because what I have found, I could be sitting here and typing up something, some thoughts that are going through my mind, then all of a sudden a distracting thought will come and I'll go off with it. And then I'll come back and I'll say to myself, now what was that I was mm. thinking? What was that I was writing? When you lose your train of thought. Yeah, mm. exactly. And it's a, it's, it's so it's like training yourself. But the fact that we are wired to be able to do this is the amazing, is the amazing thing. In the busy, let me, I'm going back to the book. In the busy age we live in, however, we have trained ourselves out of this natural and necessary skills. Natural because it is wired into the design of the brain. We're wired that way to, to, to be at peace, to ha- have a quiet mind, and to be able to focus. Because God said, I did not give you a spirit of fear, but I gave you a spirit of power, love, and a what? A sound mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Natural because it, it is wired. I, we are wired. It, it is in the design of the brain. It allow, allowing the brain to capture and discipline chaotic and rogue thoughts. Necessary because it calms our spirit so we can tune in and listen to God. Did you really mean that, Perrin? You put a lot, I, I put just a lot had of emphasis to say on that. that. I, had, I just had to say that. So when we discipline ourselves to quiet ourselves and not let our these rogue thoughts that just dominate and take control and calm and, and it calms our spirits, then we're able to hear from God. There's no way you're gonna hear from God when you're anxious in all over the place. Let me read this one scripture. I want to read the uh, message out of the message Bible. This is 1 Corinthians 10, 3, 3 through, verses 3 through 6. It says, the world is unprincipled. <laughs> it's dog eat dog out there. Yes, it is. The world doesn't fight fair. Mm-hmm. But we don't live or fight our battles that way. Thank you, Lord. Never have and never will. The tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation, Mm. but they are for demolishing that entire massively corrupt culture. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, Uh tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought Uh -uh. and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped 
by Christ. Insert your shout. Shaped by Christ. Right here. Shout right here. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our tools are ready at hand for clearing the ground of every obstruction and building lives of obedience into maturity. Amen. That was 1 Corinthians 10 verses 3 through 6 out of the Message Bible. And I think that kind of sums up our evening. That's a good time. So we're going to uh, pray, Lord God, because we know it is the anointing of the Holy Spirit that breaks yokes. Amen. And there are times that yokes have to be broken over our minds. And, and I'm going to pray that you guys listening today and those who are listening later to the podcast will have an encounter with the spirit of God that will sort of, it'll be a transformative experience. And, and, and I'm going to share this uh, just before I pray this little uh, testimony, short little, I'm going to make it short, but I was, uh, this is uh, maybe about seven, eight years ago, I was in my bathroom and I was still working uh, full-time. I was in full-time ministry, but I was a paid employee for a ministry. And it was, uh, it was a very stressful time for me and just a lot was going on in that ministry. And I was in the bathroom preparing to, to go for go to work and I didn't have enough sleep because my mind was racing all over the place. And I just got on this negative train of thinking about how unappreciative these people are. And no matter how much you do, the more they want and and just, you know, I was just, you know, once you get on that negative train, it's just like a snowball rolling down the hill and it's just gathering snow and getting bigger. And so in the midst of that, I had a spiritual experience. It, God literally like pulled back this curtain in the natural realm so that I could see into the spirit. And what I saw were these little like, imps like little demons that were feeding on my negative thoughts mm -mm. and that changed i have never forgotten that that encounter that experience that the lord uh gave to me on that particular day and i have i've made a commitment to myself that i would to the best of my ability that I would not feed negativity into the kingdom of darkness, but I would speak those things that bring life. I would speak what I hear my father saying, glory to God. And I would not allow the devil to continue to rob me of a peaceful mind, of a calm attitude, through my thinking, mm -hmm. through the types of thoughts that I, I'm thinking. So let, let's pray. Father, I praise you and I glorify your name. Thank I you, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank I thank you, you that we do have a cloud of witnesses that 
that are encouraging us through their testimonies and their encounters with you and and your faithfulness and how you have delivered them and how you have healed them how you have made a way out of no way to encourage us to continue in this journey i thank you that you have made us fearfully and wonderfully that we are magnificently made because you created us and it is a divine pattern i thank you lord God, for just increased awareness in the in the minds and hearts of the believer that they will stand guard lord god at the gates of their mind and refuse those rogue thoughts lord god understanding that this is a spiritual warfare and it is being fought in the in the mind realm the enemy is trying to deceive you with lying thoughts so i want to encourage you today that the holy spirit that is in you is greater and not only are you spiritually wired for victory but even naturally you are wired for victory so i'm praying that your your mind your soul and your body will calibrate itself Mm -hmm. with that spirit man that new creation And that you will begin to move in a more harmonious way. Glory to God. So I thank you, Holy Spirit, for the work that you are doing right now in the listener's heart, Father God. I thank you that they will pursue, they will pursue peace. That they will labor for peace, Lord God. I thank you that you will never leave them, that you will never forsake them, Lord you, God. Lord. I thank you, Lord God, that they catch that revelation that you are so much bigger than anything that they could ever face in this world, that that our challenges in comparison to, to you, it's like Paul, Paul called them light afflictions. And they're only, and they're temporary light afflictions, you know? And so they're not even here to stay. And that if we can just have that kind of focus where we're looking at you and looking into your magnificent magnificence and looking into your brilliance and understanding how great your love is for us that you love her so much lord that your love is perfect that we don't have to fear punishment because your love for us is perfect and that the price has been paid by our lord and savior christ jesus so i thank you for this hour I thank you for the work that you've done, even in my life during this time, Lord God, what you have have imparted to me. And I thank you for impartation taking place in the lives of those that are listening to this broadcast. So we praise you. We thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You want a prayer, um, a prayer of salvation just to invite people those who are not because it's so simple to say yes it is so if you are out there and don't know Jesus as your best buddy like I do as your savior 
as a brother who sticks closer than any other, or if you're even questioning if you are saved, and right now you feel like there is a tugging on your heart, you can simply, in your own way, just say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for all that you've done for me. I thank you that you came to this earth, that you lived, that you died, and that you rose again for me. And I invite you in to come love me, change me, rearrange me, and make me new. And in, that, in, in whatever way that comes out, just know that God is always open. There's always an open invitation to salvation. You know that something is missing and that you want more. So just say, Lord, come in. However that comes out, just say, Lord, come in. I love you and I need you. And that's all you need to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. So we thank you for joining us. And um, so I'll, I'll see you next week. We're going to continue on this journey of um, mind renewal. And just let the Spirit of God do what only the Spirit of God can do uh, in our lives. Amen. So God bless you. Have a great rest of the day. And see you next time. Peace out. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com, all of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free.